Monday, April the 24th, and we have Jesse Weichel of Aloha Snacks in Virginia Beach, Stanley's, and a new tap room. Welcome to Eat It, Virginia. Welcome to Eat It, Virginia, your number one podcast source for food, news, and interviews with the people who make Virginia restaurants great. Follow us on social media at Eat It, Virginia, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. My name is Scott Wise, and I am joined, as always, by my friend, my friend, Roby Martin. Roby, we've gotten dozens of emails in the last couple of hours, all with the same question. What was your time at the Monument Avenue 10K this past weekend? <laughs> Oh, you know, I was fast like lightning. <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. How the heck are you, Roby? It's been a little while. We, we, we missed a week on our schedule. I was on That's because you're, you're busy doing Dolly World. Dollywood. <laughs> but yes, and we can t- we're going to talk about that experience and the, the culinary excellence of a Pigeon Forge, uh, Tennessee, coming up after our interview with Jesse Weichel, which, by the way, just for a little behind the scenes for our listeners... Roby kicks off the interviews every single time. This is kind of the uh, delegation of responsibility that we've unofficially come up with. And normally, after a couple minutes, the first question or two will be answered, and I'll jump in with a question. No, not with Jesse. I was timing <laughs> it. It takes me 11 minutes to get a word in <laughs> in this interview. I'm like jumping in. We're, we're over Zoom. I'm jumping in, trying to ask a question, and it just didn't happen. Roby and Jesse have this connection that I was just not a part of. So um, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm actually a wild man. I'm in this interview. I'm there. I'm watching. I'm observing, (laughs) but I'm not speaking for a while. So I don't know what to make of that. I think that he's a pretty cool dude. Lots of good background behind him. Charlottesville, really great restaurant here. Opened a new restaurant um, not too long ago. And now food truck has entrenched himself in the Virginia Beach community. I love it. I think it's great. Not addressing why she's not letting me ask a question of Jesse. Okay, you wanted ask, to ask- you could you could ask any question you want. You hold the editing tools. You could just true. say stop. I have a question. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you mentioned in the uh, the preview intro part that you do that something is bothering you. Yeah. Well, here let's start with this. We got a couple of really great new openings happening. You know, Slurp and Emerald Lounge are coming from the Jasper Kids, and they have pretty slow moving opening to what's happening they're trickling their opening in well stanley's opened let's say today's monday opened what four days ago on thursday and i I actually was at the soft opening we'll we'll leave it at that on and in that infernal facebook group not the one that Kevin Clay runs, the one that he does not run because we'll ha- we need to be specific there. Kevin Clay being the one who runs RVA Dine and Drink. An individual has taken it upon themselves to review the restaurant six hours after it opened. For the first time in my entire food life, Scott, I posted, wait, just the journalism ethics. Listener, I'm of shaking food my journalism. Head. I'm shaking my and head. He's shaking his head. I just posted the actual link for food journalism ethics because I think pretty freaking nuts. Well, I have been removed from the comments. 
it that easy to remove your comments? That's great. I wish I had known that a long time ago. Funny stuff, Scott. <laughs> I would like to ask you a question. Sure. Let's say tomorrow. Yeah. You are going to your first day of work. Would you love it if your manager came to you after your first six hours and said, I'm sorry, but you suck at this job. So you don't get to come back. Okay. So you have posed a question that is a little different from the scenario that you described previous to posing the question. If my, ma- if my manager, if some rando on Facebook. Okay. So, okay. Me okay. I suck, I, uh, that would yes, be a little different some- than my manager telling me I sucked. Okay, that's fair. If some rando told you you sucked at your first day, first day at your at work. So as you know, I do work in social media very closely. And yep. Nary a day goes by when someone doesn't tell me that I suck at my job. Right, but the first day, Scott, the first day, you think that it is okay it for is somebody not- to roll out to a sixty-two thousand people or whatever the number is, saying, "Okay, they've been open for six hours and they suck." Of course, it's not okay, but the genie is out of the bottle. The cat is out of the bag and Facebook is what it is. Social media is what it is. And it doesn't I mean it matters. And hopefully this person's I'm assuming it was a bad review because no restaurant has their stuff together six hours into its opening. Right. I, 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 let's not call I don't want to call it anything, but a, it wasn't it, a comment. It, it's not a, neg- yes. it was a negative comment. It, it was not. It was not positive. Yes. Right. Because in every restaurant, there's not a restaurant probably in Virginia, in Richmond, that is going to have its stuff together and it's literal opening hours. I mean, it's just impossible to, it's an impossible task. So that being said, I take- Do you have your stuff together at the beginning of a party that you're throwing? I have my stuff together in the beginning of a day. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it takes me a while to get my teeth brushed, you know? It's, 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 uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think, I feel like my job has, my, my, my full-time job has, um, Calloused me to the point where I read stuff on on Facebook and those groups, and I just, I just, it's laughable. Well, I want to make sure I point this out because I know that that's probably where you sit, but it still matters. Like what people say says someone who you know. I'm a fire breathing dragon. I'm a fair fire breathing dragon, though. Um, what you say matters. And I wish that somebody would take the time before they head to Facebook and understand that that's, that really is the case. (laughs) So there you go. But I've been taken out of that conversation because they do not want me to post the ethics of food journalism. Apparently I'm gaslighting the shitty commenter. Are you part of the group still? At least can you see other people's comments? Have you been banned for 30 days? I have not been banned. Not, I, they probably will ban me, but it'll be interesting because that'll be something that I also will bring up here and that and other places. We'll see how that goes, but I don't think they'll ban me. Anyway, that's my thought on that. I'm really looking forward to our, our beach date with Jesse, by the way. Oh, he gave you all the lowdown, didn't he? And he invited us to like all these places. And he said he's going to pay for yeah. it, too. Yeah, he did because he's wealthy. Um, no, he is not going to pay for it. But he, he did say he said soup dumplings. That's all I heard. I, that's right. the only thing I heard was soup dumplings. Let's get into our interview with Jesse Weichel. Trust me, folks, I'm okay, but you won't hear from me for the next half an hour or so. Oh my gosh, poor little Princess Scott. Eleven minutes.
So seriously, we are finally Eat It Virginia because I have been writing about food in Virginia Beach for a year and three months now. And Jesse from Aloha Snacks is our first Virginia Beach guest. And I could not be more thrilled because... I'm here with Roby Martin, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, Aloha Snacks opened in 2018. 2018, January. And then, like, what happens? Like, you open a Hawaiian food restaurant after being at Farmington. You were Farmington for a little while, correct? Um, yeah, I, w- I moved uh, to Charlottesville after college. Old Miss, hotty toddy, gosh almighty. <laughs> and, and, um, yeah, worked for John Currents down there. If you know John Currents, Big Bad Breakfast, City Grocery. Um, yes. But before, to answer your question, before um, Aloha was running Zoe's Steak and Seafood on 19th Street. Have you been there yet? You've been writing about Virginia for a year and a half. <laughs> I have been to Zoe's. I actually okay. went to, I went to, I've only been once, which is sad, I know. Um yeah, we went for a tomato dinner because a couple of buddies oh, of dude. mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good dinner. Was, I wish I was included in that. I'm sure that was so cool. Well, those, so the Huntsackers, who we've actually had as guests on this here podcast, um, brought their tomatoes to Zoe's and knocked it straight out of the park. Like, they're just good food. As you are aware, good in-season produce is maybe the best thing there is. I don't know. So when I was seven, when I was seven at Zoe's, we grew um, thirty-two roughly of the best heirloom tomato plants around the world from seeds, and I had three hundred and fifty plants that we planted at the owner's property in Creeds. Um, it was incredible. I mean, so we basically just put up a fence and we grew tomatoes down. It felt like it went a quarter of a mile. Um, and so it was a great experience having just like a ton of raw tomatoes sitting up there at the bar that people could buy or we're doing carpaccio style, you know, caprese. Yeah. Days. We're getting silly with it, but so fun. I mean, we are literally coming into the best season right now. I feel like spring is popping here for Jim Beach. Oh, and I'm actually really, I shouldn't say surprised. But I am. I'm surprised at how great the produce is in Virginia Beach. Like, I don't know what I was thinking about farmland. when I was like, eh. it's farmland, baby. I mean, you know, look at <laughs> all the way out to Smithfield. Mm-hmm. Thrive all year long. Like when we get into fall, I mean, boom, rockfish. <laughs> yeah, so Today, you're I mean, right. Peanuts. <laughs> Damn, like you know. But it, it's like really and truly, it's it's. I mean, I. I'm still learning about the Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads area, so I don't know a lot. But I have been to Aloha Snacks. Um, I'm sad to say I've been there more than any other place other than the Beach Pub. That your restaurant and the Beach Pub t- beach tend pub. to be where I go. Love those guys. <laughs> they're cl- they're close to us, so obviously Look, we're like the cuter, home. <laughs> we're the cuter cousin of Hanover County. That's why like <laughs> you, you are is, right? is way pretty is way prettier. You're correct. Way prettier. So when did you study at Old Miss and what brought you to Virginia Beach? Are you from here? I'm from outside of Lynchburg in Forest, Virginia. Sure. Uh, I was a journalism major. So I'm a blues musician. 
I can get my guitar and play a little blues tin. <laughs> um, so I traveled down there, you know, and just got completely uh, immersed in the food scene because we were traveling and, you know, I was writing about music and um, just going to like all these shows um, just in the middle of the Delta, New Orleans, uh, you know, just got completely immersed in the food scene. Um, worked at Proud Larry's for about a year. That was like my first restaurant job. Um, you know, they did like a ton of music and pizza and I had been on a podcast before and I had talked about this hole in the floor that they had in Proud Larry's that I had fallen in. I mean, like the health, <laughs> if you know anything about Virginia or Virginia Beach health regulations, I mean, this place would have been like, you know, oh my God, <laughs> textbook on what not to do. Um, but anyway, then worked at City Grocery and then worked my way up basically through college and uh, just really enjoyed it, man. Just, you know, it's just, it's totally different world down there. What's it like working for John Currents? Do you know anything about him? I know a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's interesting. I mean, he's super passionate. Um, you know, he gets very fired up. Um, I don't know what I can actually say on this. I mean, you know, he inspired me to be where I am. Um, you know, hopefully one day we can link up together and cook uh, at his place. I know we invite chefs back. Um, you should try to get him on the show. I mean, he he's a baller. He's, he's tough to work for, you know? I mean, I was his little um salad b i won't say the word but you know <laughs> i was prep cook salad he'd have like a year two year wait list to get in to work for john currents and um somehow i had known a server that had gotten me in there and i worked my way up and i'll never forget the time that i cooked for um morgan freeman he was actually like super tall he's got to be like six 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 eight and um, the salad station is kind of right there by the back of the restaurant um, where the bathrooms are. And Currents yells down to Chef. He's like, salad, how long? And I'm like, Chef, t 10 seconds. And I'm like, you know, it's classic trying to get a, you know, uh, one of those vinyl gloves on a wet hand. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just, it's terrible. And I look up and it looks like I'm just making like balloon animals. Uh, <laughs> With this, with this glove i'm like what am i doing and there's morgan freeman staring at me and he's like you doing all right son and i was like yes sir i'm, do I'm doing okay how are you he's like i'm looking for the bathroom soon and i'm like it's right there. <laughs> um but john it's not in here it's the well you can help me with the salad but it's not in here john used to always um have his have his staff over at his house and have a big wiffle ball game and um, he just he did a lot of fun things. As tough as he was to work for, he was equally fun outside of the restaurant. So music brought you to Virginia Beach and you were like, maybe I'll just start a restaurant here. Uh, I was living it. So I moved to Charlottesville in 05, um, worked in the Clifton Inn and Farmington, came to Virginia Beach in 2008. Just needed a change. My grandmother was here. My family was here. Uh, went to the beach. I mean, spent my summers in BB. It's definitely had changed a lot. I mean, if you remember probably 20 years ago, I mean, VB was not known for, I mean, we had like the Peppermint Beach Club and, you know, they had Giovanni's and some other cool spots, but we weren't, and I still don't think that we're ever going to be the pinnacle of fine dining. I think it's always going to be more of a farm to table type environment here in the 757 and i think that's kind of um i think we've able we were able to showcase that in um 
for COVID, you know, because the lockdown and, you know, of course, Italy and these, these places and farmers markets been doing it forever, shopping local and, and look at Virginia beach. I mean, you know, folks love Buffalo wild wings. So it was able, it was really able to help. I, I think folks kind of facilitate uh, what was important to them. You know, when I was formed a table and you saw these little, you know, farmer's markets pop up and everyone was dining local. And that was great to get like a little kick in the rear right there for Virginia beach to help people realize, um, you know, kind of what was jumpstarting here. Did you hear that the Buffalo Wild Wings is not going to be Buffalo Wild Wings anymore? I so, you know, I used to be the chef of Eurasia. I know Dave Edlin very well. J- Jerry Flowers, the you know proprietor. My grandmother ran over his dog back there in Bay Colony back in the day. You know, the dog was okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I know they're going to be um, putting up a little spot right there. I don't know if you know about it, but it should be good. I love that there's not. So that whole area, first of all, let's talk about the fact that you kind of pioneered being in that area, right? Our like, district. So we we have the, um, yeah, all our paperwork has been pushed through the State Corporation Commission. We're going to have a, a new district on Laskin Road. We have uh, been introduced about maybe including Hilltop. I know previously, um, and I love these little tangents, so you just have to work with my brain and how I work. <laughs> but like Hilltop would do, like this is so funny to me, Hilltop would do um, restaurant week, right? And everyone does restaurant week, I guess, throughout the nation, Virginia Beach or whatever. And um, Hilltop would do their own restaurant week. And Subway, back when we had a Subway, they would participate. <laughs> and we used to always joke, like, what do you get a half sub, a drink, and a cookie for like $9? I don't, I don't understand. I thought it was like the finer diner restaurants, you know, get a crab cake and something else. And here's Subway, like, pulling their own weight. Maybe I was proud of them. I don't really know. <laughs> I am. I am currently, I wish they would still do restaurant week because I think that would just, I mean, I, mean, I think I they'd kill it. Really, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I want it. I want that. I, I can't, haven't been to a subway in 25 uh, years, but I'd go for restaurant week. I would 100 go for restaurant week. My wife week. and I, she lives in Lexington, Virginia, which she's from Lexington. And we're coming back over the mountain. It's Christmas day and there's nothing open. And we had the absolute worst experience at a subway. I'm not oh. going to tell you what I saw in there, but I can tell you after that, I don't care if restaurant week subways are free. I'm going to need a little while. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to need a buffer before I go back after what I saw in a subway. That must have been bad. That must have oh, been God, bad. How bad could it be? He works in a restaurant. You see a lot. I mean, it must he, be a lot. He fell in a hole. <laughs> yeah, I fell in a hole. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I got a question for you, Chef. When you yes, were sir. describing uh, the ingredients that you find in Virginia Farms, I could see like your face light up. Was there something from like your way back? growing up that you that connects you with food and cooking or was it more of a college age thing um yeah i mean we grew up on a horse farm in forest and so you know we used to you know hunt and kill ducks and quail back when we had upland birds um and cook and eat cook and eat them but i mean you know going to like strawberry patches and stuff i mean who doesn't light up about that with kids you know (laughs) i mean you can look at a box of tricks and light up but nothing like if you're walking and Freaking, you know, uh, Cromwell Farms, strawberries and blueberries and all throughout the season, you know, you get in the fall with the Hubbard squashes. I mean, it's just so cool that as a chef, you can you can go down there and you can pick the bounty, you know, especially this time of year when you got soft shell crabs and uh, ramps and morels and you can forage as well as getting something out of a farm. But man, if it doesn't fire you up as a chef, 
I mean, I'm pretty sure Subway's hiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There you go. <laughs> Dude, I bet Jared, Jared's going to like send me a letter from jail. Like, I can't believe you were dogging Subway, you know? Like, so that leads me to my next question, Chef. Uh, so your restaurant now is Hawaiian food, essentially. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love the I love the Asian style flavors. I think they're very similar to you know me being a Southern boy and the aromatics that we love to use in our cooking. So, so that yeah, was my question: sure. how, how do Virginia ingredients how how do you infuse them into Hawaiian or, or Asian foods? Well, look, you can put anything in a sushi roll, all right. And we we've got some poke bowls with fried green tomatoes, which we call the uh, the farmer's poke. Little coconut aioli, some fresh mango, and some um, some salmon. Anywhere from Atlantic to Scottish, um, you know. And so we love to be able to infuse those kind of southern flavors. We've done a Creole Southern poke bowl. I, I would say very Edward Lee, you know, where it had like a, a remoulade with like crushed um, chicharrones on there. Um, so you know, I think that works. People get really fired up. To has Virginia be so. 2018, um, which is re- relatively recent, um, and Five now Five years. You, so you opened your restaurant, and then what happened? Bobby Flay was like, "I need to mess with this dude." Like, like, and like almost was like immediate. We just went down the biggest rabbit hole, and now we're coming back to the original question. So, yes, <laughs> I, you're a great coordinator, and. Um, thank you for that. For because I would just God knows what we'd be talking about if I was in sports. Yeah, so you know, I, I think that they cherry pick people that had been to the James Beard House, and that's really the list that they look at. You know, I'm a James Beard chef, um, and so they're pulling from that list. You know, because it's not like they want to get the Craigslist stalker on there. I mean, they vet you heavily. Tell me, like, how do they do that? Like, what happens? Like, somebody calls you and then you, like, have an application? Exactly. You do a Zoom call, and I think we had two or three, maybe four interviews. By the time I was almost like, you know what, I'm too busy for this. And they're like, okay, yeah, you're in. You know, so um, that's probably all you got to do. Interview one, act like you don't care. It's like (laughs) dating, right? And then they're like, all right, we love you. You're in. Now we'll take you. Exactly. So they say, okay, he he's coming out. Like how many days does it actually take to film this type of thing? Like all, really? All day. One whole day. So we flew. Well, yeah, we had a lot of great things happen in Aloha. I'll start with um, just very blessed. You never know how a new restaurant with a new concept like you know, Aloha Snacks is going to go over. I kind of felt like my name was synonymous with fine dining in the area. So I wanted to have a fun wordplay with snacks. I'm not going to lie. We still get a ton of people that come in asking what kind of candy we sell. You know, Jared from Subway is like, little candy. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I know, I know that was wrong. Might have leave that out. But um, (laughs) um, I just thought it was... I thought it was funny to have like a snacks. And my whole thing was, look, I I was just over the whole, like, let's sit down and have a four course meal. Not to say that those places aren't awesome. And I love to dine as much as the next person, but we wanted to be able to open for breakfast, lunch, dinner, an early dinner where you could come in and have a tiki drink and a burger or poke, smaller smaller bites whenever you wanted. And um, it was received well. I mean, I read this book called uh, Blue Ocean Strategy. If you have not read it, um, I highly recommend Red Ocean, you know, ton of competition. 
Blue Ocean, there was nobody doing any kind of Aloha Hawaiian theme um, at the beach, you know, where a demographic is just so largely entrenched in what's happening in Hawaii, right? So there's this direct correlation and we just felt like, hey, let's open and do some poke, see how, see how it goes. Of course, we had to fight for this little pickup window that we had. That was the real cash cow for us in COVID because you could pull through and everyone was like, now, whatever, money's been dirty for a long time, but nobody wanted to touch cash, you know what I mean? And so we had this little app and that's kind of where we were. But um, I think back to your question, they pulled it from the Beard House. And when we were opening Aloha, I was asked to do um, Top Chef. I mean, that would have been super cool. What an honor. I think they were on like probably season 15 by then. And uh, I don't know how that would have gone, you know, um, probably would have gotten as lucky as I did on Bobby Flay, you know, when you're opening a restaurant, there's no way you're going to go travel for three months, right? There was just no way. So we turned them down and then we had like MTV. Yeah. They like catfish somebody in Aloha snacks. Like <laughs> Dick turned out to be a dude. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening here. How about some coffee? You know, like, <laughs> um, and then would you uh, like a fried green tomato pokeball? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So then, um, um, you know, they contacted us and, um, you know, everything was, Seemed like it was going really smooth, and we flew up. I flew my wife and I, uh, Ashley, uh, who's amazing, beautiful, um, stuck with me through this whole process of you know opening a restaurant. Uh, we flew up to Harlem, and we stayed that night. We um, went to, um, let's see, was it the Red Rooster? Marcus Samuelson, sure. Yeah, he had just left, but we had his like famous chicken sandwich, which was so good, super grande. And the next morning we went to the base of a hotel and we started filming from like, I think we had to get there at like 7 a.m. Probably started filming around nine. I think I left at 11. Pretty crazy. Wow. It was a mental and physical workout. I bet. And so like, what do you think to yourself? You're like, okay, the, the entirety of this show is if I can take this dude that's been cooking for a thousand years and as on camera often, like, what do you think? Like, I'm going to slap a sauce on him and be like, hopefully that knocks it home. Like, how do you like prepare yourself with what you're going to cook to be like, I'm going to kick this guy's ass. Oh my gosh. I never thought about throwing sauce on him. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) That would have gone over. Um, I really just went into it thinking, God, please just let me beat the first guy. Okay. If I beat the first guy, all right, I can advertise this. If I lose the first round, I'm going to be like, oh, Jesse Weigel, uh, Bobby Blake. No, no, no. I don't know him. <laughs> so we just went into a super cool, super cool chef I went up against. Um, you know, Portuguese dude, so fun. Uh, Sonny Anderson and Demars Phillips were like the judges. So after I beat the first chef, then they turned into like kind of my confidants, you know, my cheerleaders rallying me. And that's where really all the smack, that's probably the opportune time I had to throw sauce on Bobby. If I could have, I would have done it then. But they're, you know, they've got my back and uh, um, shoot, I mean, I drank a beer. I mean, my wife and I went out that night and hit it hard. I mean, as any chef would do, New York City, you know, this is pre-COVID too, y'all, right? So they're balling. New York City. Oh, this was in October 2019, pre-COVID. And we had a cab ride from hell that night. Did not think we were going to make it back that night. I mean, insane. It was like a roller coaster gone wrong. 
get back to the hotel, a couple hours of sleep, boom. Next thing you know, I'm, you know, I'm deep in, I'm deep in it uh, with Bobby. And they're like, can we get you anything, Chef Weichel? And I was like, I'll take a cold beer. And they're like, what do you want? I was like, I, I take an American IPA. How about that? So that was fantastic. And then I'd written a song for Bobby on the ukulele and uh, about chili pepper paste, you know, all up in your face, aromatic, static, pork belly mace. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because that was the highlight of the episode for me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that you wrote something for Roby. Oh, you got it. Come on. You Talk got it. You. Seriously? You got to freestyle it, chef. Come on. All right. It's a C. Into a F F. I don't know chords. I'm just gonna strum and you sing. How about that? Okay, here we go. <laughs> a subway, have it your way. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's for Jared That's out there. Jared I, I'm being serenaded. That's amazing. Amazing. Well, that was the highlight of the episode for you, Scott. I it like was when so you impromptu. Beat. It was so impromptu. It was great. It, it, was, it, it, was it, it, it was really very well done. It felt like it was impromptu, but it couldn't have been. I mean. I, I mean, do you think it was? Was it impromptu? It was like a dream. I tell you what. <laughs> between the time that we had filmed it to when they actually aired it, I'm looking at him going, I don't even remember if I won or not. I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what happened. What happened? You know, I mean, so much time had gone by. Um, but my highlight 100% was talking with Bobby at the end. You know, of course, in the beginning when I had to go battle Lumpia. You know, he's like, whatever, who's whoever this dude is. And he's on his phone texting. I look at him and I say, Bobby, are you over this shit or what? I'm sorry. Are you over this stuff? And he goes, he looks up to me and he goes, I'm so over it. And I was like, you, I mean, what? You got cookbooks, restaurants, you're in Vegas now, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I'm filming two shows a day. He said, this is, it's got to stop. It's crazy. And I go, how do you, like Elon Musk, man, how do you time block without having you know, 15 assistants. And he goes, I don't know. I don't know how I do it. I said, one beer, one shot after the show, me and you, what do you think? <laughs> and he goes, ah, he goes, I, you know, I don't know. He's like, let me look at my schedule. And then after I won, he came, he came over and he said, so what are you and your wife doing? You're like, well, what, 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 do, what do you mean? What are we doing? We're, we're here in New York <laughs> city. Like we're not doing anything. He goes, Hey, I want to have you all to my restaurant Gato. So he bought us dinner at Gato we went over and um, able to chat with him a little bit. It was fantastic. Was it good? I've but never been to Gato. Was it good? I think Gato closed. I don't know that they're still open. I oh, tried they're to, not? I tried to mail him a t-shirt from Aloha. And um, um, yeah, he's. I don't know. They sent it back, returned to sender or something. So maybe he's still bitter about the loss. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I would be. I mean, though I... I, 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 I and I don't, he doesn't get beat often. So your lumpia is, I mean, I've had it. It's good. It's very good. good. It's different. It's like an XL version. Yeah. Gato was kind of like a Eurasia, Spanish Eurasia. Like I wouldn't say fine dining, but you know, nice and classy. You know what I mean? The service. You're not going to like this. I don't like Eurasia. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. Well, you know, they changed. We had the older little jewel box style restaurant they changed it and they went a little bit more mainstream and i was that chef in between and i was like Ugh. so we can talk about that later but uh <laughs> he's like we're, we're not going to talk about that now i'm not I wish that's, I, what, I was, 
That's what Gato felt like. That's what Gato felt like, you know, but the servers were older. I mean, they were in their seventies. So refined, like, Oh, I'm Charles the seventh, you know, and you're <laughs> serving a jumbo scowl. It was way cool. You know, and we flew back that night and the next day um, we catered for Bruce Hornsby's nephew, uh, Doran Hornsby at the Hornsby house. How crazy is that? That's pretty nuts. I mean, so it was, pretty- Oh, you got to look, you got a cat. Yeah, Donkey. I do. Donkey, come on. Here's my puppy dog. <laughs> oh, I'm like, my, two, my two are in there. Yeah. yeah, Scott's at work. I'm recording from home today, and nice. I have 82,000. I'm like, it's like a zoo in this house. There's like 82,000 animals, so like they'll just all Dude, be in and out were, all the time. You were just asking for A&E to like kick the door in and be like, what's going on? You know, what's going on? Here? <laughs> it's everywhere. I'm, and, and there's so many legs in this house. Like they're just everywhere. God, um, are you wearing pants? What's I'm not. Going on here? I'm Everyone not in the Zoom family, you know, back in the day, no one had like pants on or they're in their boxer shorts, you know? I'm in a God. bathing suit right now. Look, look at my bathing suit. <laughs> there we go. Full frontal. This is the kind of I, podcast that I, I signed up for. Well, it's warm enough at the beach to be in a suit. I'm, t- I'm so mad we're not coming up this weekend, but um, this is a did time. I, next time we're gonna go dine somewhere. Let's all go hang. And uh, man, I so look forward to it, y'all. I think we beach, for sure are gonna I hang. I think the beach is a lot better than we used to be. I think you're gonna um, I sit on vision board of directors on the executive board for resort development, and just I tell you what. The ocean front's going to be unrecognizable in five years. Stuff so I'm so I'm so thrilled you're saying that. I'm so thrilled. I mean, you know, because VB right now we're just a little bit like we don't know who we want to be. You know, we want to be a Charleston, but we know that'll never happen. You know, there's Ocean City, Maryland. There's Myrtle. Oh God, you know. So we don't. You know, we're trying to find our place, and um, you know, we want to be family friendly. The wave pool kicks in, which, you know, it's right next to a beach. So there's a lot of debate about that, you know. Um, but, you know, the Sportsplex area on 19th Street, that's going to be a mini town center. That's going to be booming. So as a, as a Richmonder who doesn't make it to the beach as often as Roby does, what do I do when I come? Like, what's like your perfect beach day for me or perfect beach weekend for me? Uh, because I don't really have one other than Go to Roby's house, knock on the door, and ask if I can crash for a couple of days. Yeah, anytime. That's awesome. You all have a place down here, Roby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We um bought a we bought a place in Birdneck Point. Oh, nice. Um, You're right across the street. So, we're in Birdneck Acres. So we're real, which is why we're at Aloha Snacks a little bit because we're like right nearby, and um, I, I love what's happening very near you with Love Song, and I, I think Pacifica's. You would love Great. that. Are, they are very Richmond. What does that mean to you? That's like tight t-shirt, tight jeans, you know, punk music. Okay. Um, you know, I thought some of their food was great. I thought some of their food was a huge miss. Um, you know, it's just different. You know, that whole little strip with the thank you gallery. Uh, yep. I, I welcome it. I welcome anything in the artery district, anything small business. I support them 100%. I would want them to support me. So, so like, so the female who owns the Pink Diggy is from Richmond as well. Like, I don't, I mean, so I think that's kind of, I, I love the seeping over that's no longer the old man steakhouse. Let's just call it how it is. I feel like there's a lot of old men steakhouses in Virginia Beach. And I like the shakeup, which is why I like Aloha Snacks, because it's not, 
I mean, there's not carpet on your floor, which by the way, I don't love in a restaurant. So like I'm. Oh, it stinks, doesn't it? I know. (laughs) But um, yeah, I, I, um, I agree with you. I mean, the steak prices are insane right now. If you're a steakhouse, I mean, good luck right now. I, you know, all the best, but they're, they're so, I can't believe just like Angus beef all the way up to, um, prime. I mean, of course what the Wagyu and I'm a big like Australian fan. That's my little hub for some of the best, you know, Wagyu dry age, um, from Phoenix Wagyu. They won best in the world last year. They've got a huge market, um, in Rangers Valley. Oh God, it was like 20, 30 bucks. You're looking at 50 to 70 now has it has how has that affected you like because you serve fresh often raw fish we have fresh ribeye yeah and that went up to like 12 to 15 pounds um and that's choice so it's not prime but it's definitely not select we cut that by hand we thought about taking that off our tuna we've never served any frozen anything from aloha so we shop constantly for tuna we got a great price from some hawaiian big eye um my boy Evan out there Aloha Evan he is like so good but i mean his stuff uh you know is $27 a pound normally so you know if you average in bloodline skin on your yield is going to be you know 70% best so we're we're shopping you know every day we got to get on the fishmongers and we got to watch portion control with these kids we're hiring who you know, we can, I told my wife I would not get negative on because I'm a little bit in the dark. I'm on the dark side a little bit just with like customers see where I feel bitchy and they're losing their patience with restaurants because they, you know, it's like this domino effect, you know, where they don't have um, the hustle from the restaurants. People aren't applying. So the owners are in there, you know, whether they know it or they don't how to cook and customers are getting anxious and upset and the reviews are flowing in and it's kind of a mess right now. We need to kind of figure out like the stimulus check definitely jacked it up that you can argue all you want. It jacked it up where people were comfortable being at home, receiving a check and not working. And I've never seen more divas in a restaurant ever in my entire life where they were, I mean, I literally have had people say, if you don't get, you know, an $8,000 mini split unit in the kitchen this summer, we're not going to work there. And I'm like, it's not that bad, but that's what there's, that's the kind of stuff. So I, right now we just need to kind of figure out what's going to happen. And that's why, you know, I just made the jump from fine dining and that was, that was pre COVID. Um, you got I, a truck, you have a food truck now. What, yeah, what is we're that? probably the most far away from fine dining is <laughs> that I'll ever be, you know, um, but you know, it's, it's the truck was great. So anyway, yeah, hopefully things will come back to normal Roby and, um, my guy up there looks like you're chilling in Virginia Beach. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. All on the coast there. I work on staying positive, right? No, but. I think it's I think it's affecting everyone. I'm, employment is tough right now in the restaurant industry. Also, I, let's be honest, consumers are not that we we don't we aren't great. Like we expected so much from our restaurants for so long, and now. When they were doing just normal, like I think that restaurants went above and beyond for years, years, years. And now they've just retracted back to normal, like regular, normal stuff. And we think that that's crap. Right. So like everybody needs to adjust expectations. 
you can't expect someone to do 150% when 100% totally acceptable. So like that, there it is. Yeah, turn that percentage into covers, right? I mean, instead of doing 150 covers, you may only be able to, you know, fit in 90 or 100, but 100% what you're saying, it goes all the way down to the delivery drivers, which are scarce now. So you're not even getting your orders till later and you're not even able to fabricate whatever new aura salmon that we're playing with this weekend or whatever until maybe the next day. And by Friday, by Saturday, it's so busy. Sunday comes along and you're like, God, I just shot myself in the foot with ordering a bunch of expensive fish and we weren't able to get the special because we got checked in late. So yeah, it's, it's way, we're looking at curving our, um, our menu back and I don't know how that's going to go over because we're going to certain people eat certain dishes and that's all the way it's going to be. But, um, it'll definitely be interesting, man, for sure. How do you work that? Like, so Richmond, obviously we're all seasons dining, right? Like everybody goes out to eat in February. Um, how does that Virginia beach by and large is like a, obviously a seasonal beach town. So how do you, but first of all, was the first year tough to learn how to manage that in 2018? Like, because you came from Charlottesville, which is an all season. Like, how did you learn and what did you learn? God, that's Charlottesville. I'll tell you what, the, the peak season's football season. I mean, you know, if you didn't get a reservation, i tell you what, it, it was hard out there on the streets. Um, Virginia Beach, we just had, we just got through our slowest winter ever. Um, or literally our slowest January. I looked at our numbers and I could not believe how slow we were. And, um, it was, it was deathly cold. You know, I mean, we're, we're dating back to the year I was born in 82. That was the last time it got to be like in the teens. Right. So folks didn't come out. I, I think of course there's, there's little celebrities like Selena Gomez that she's got a little cooking channel and people want to go on TikTok or whatever and look at the next little fad that she's cooking. And of course you're seeing grocery store prices go up too. So we're still kind of getting back into that topic that we were just talking about, but you know, let's hope for a great season. I, I mean, I think folks are um, probably watching what they're spending with inflation and, you know, um, costs are up a little bit, but you know, no, I would hope that folks are like, maybe they didn't travel last year. They want to make up for lost time. Or I tell everybody that has a kid that maybe missed prom or something, you know, during COVID, I said, look, make up for lost time, baby. Go go on a trip, go explore, go to somewhere new. And we want them to come to Virginia Beach, you know, and we want to send business to Richmond. I mean, it's the state of Virginia. Um, Yunkin, I think we're doing a great job right now, Roby. I mean, I, want to continue on this path and um, let's just have a killer summer. I mean, that's the best we can hope for. At the end of this month, we have uh, the big music festival down in Virginia Beach. For folks that are coming uh, from around the state to something in the water, what's the pitch to visit your restaurant? Um, we're doing a lot of side uh, things with something in the water. Um, there's a um, really good coffee roaster up in Hilltop, not Subway. <laughs> uh, called Roast Riders. And so we're going to do a trivia night. Um, we're hopefully going to collab with uh, Oceanfront Nine. Um, these gentlemen have like a you know huge array of history of uh, Virginia Beach. And then um, Saturday, um, Jungle Golf. And Roby, have you been to Jungle Golf yet? Get out of here. <laughs> I need to go. Uh, 
Jungle golf date. Let's go. All right. I don't. I, I, sure. I, I mean, okay. I always think of it as like a tourist thing, but I should yeah, go. Jungle golf is iconic. I think jungle golf is iconic. It's it's the best. It's primo putt putt right there in our backyard, 21st Street. So we're going to do a gig where everyone sponsors a hole. You know, Preston Midget passed away during COVID. And so Kim is, um, we're going to, you know, help her um, kind of raise some funds. And um, she's going to give it away to charity. And so that's going to be great Saturday night. As far as the folks coming in town, Scott, we've only had one other something in the water in 2019. It was um interesting time because the beach week also was that weekend. You know, and there had been some turmoil, obviously, at the oceanfront. Um, so I think that, you know, Pharrell's doing a good job in that sense of trying to promote, um, like, some music opposed to, you know, violence, obviously. So I think last time, there, you know, we had a ton of folks that were just using Aloha as their hub, you know, from, and they were from Las Vegas. So they were just coming in and they rap, they'd go see whatever puff daddy and come back to Aloha for, you know, farmer's poke bowl. Uh, <laughs> this year, I think that everyone noticed how well it went over. And so I think they're going to get a lot more folks like from the North end, the Croatan, you know, maybe more of my demographic. They're going to want to go down there and hang out. And so um, of course they're not going to have any streets closed off. That was a huge miss that the city had um, 2019. So Hopefully everybody can get behind it. We'll see what happens. Let's let's hope for the best. They keep adding. I mean, Arcade Fire got added. Yes, the day before yesterday, yeah. MIA got added. I, I'm hearing that there's going to be a couple more big names. Austin Rhymes. What? Um, like it's a, it's Take a what? Yeah, it's crazy. Are you going to be um, back on your feet, Chef? Are you going to be back on your feet during the concert, yeah. or are you going to be uh? Hobbling around. Oh, yeah. You got to want to check out my boot? Yeah. <laughs> Sexy. So now we've seen his belly and his boot on this uh, on this podcast. This is- That's it. Right. I, I love it. What Next happened to the foot? Poker coming up, all right? <laughs> like, what did you do? Did you fall into John Currence's hole? God. Um, no, I would have <laughs> taken him to the cleaners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would watch. Um- <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here in my small dining room. I'd be sitting in my... <laughs> You know, large dining room. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you know, I had a really bad plantar fasciitis and I'd just been living with it for years. And um, I got an incredible foot doctor, Jeremy Walters. If you, you know, you ever have any issues. Um, so, yeah, he just kind of snipped me and uh, not that kind of snip, but you know, the snip on your foot, you know. <laughs> and um, anyway, I'll be good to go hopefully by Wednesday. So I'm not running any marathons, Scott. So, but, um, you know, it's it'll it'll be it'll feel a lot better. Food truck. What made you decide to buy a food truck? I mean, your restaurant's pretty get it and go. Like, it's very easy to get in and out. What you decided you'd wanted a mobile? Well, we wanted another location from the minute, you know, we saw how well Aloha Snacks was doing. Just the issue was finding um, some really good number twos, number threes, staff in the restaurant. And the food truck was just really like low-hanging fruit. I traveled the U.S. briefly. Found this um, beautiful 25-foot baby in Pittsburgh and shipped it down here. We wrapped it. Brian Hannum, Annie Reaper Graphics, killer spot. And we wanted to do puffy tacos. So we wanted to do like an Ola Snacks 
course, snacks and Latin is antajito. So you know, really wanted to focus on more antajito style stuff. And we're doing these puffy tacos out of um, it's still the only American made taco uh, out of San Antonio, Texas. And no one's doing it where you are grinding the masa and the maseca and you're pressing it and frying them. And we're doing like adobo ground beef. So I feel like no one does a ground beef taco anymore. They try to make them so bougie. Uh, we did do a rock and guac, which was like black and rockfish with this mango guacamole. It was so stupid good. I mean, melt in your mouth. It's literally all over your mouth and face, but so good. And, you know, that's a uh, six, seven dollar taco. We're putting around town. We're already booked out through the summer. Nice. Uh, weddings. And it's real work. I had no idea how busy that we would be on the truck also. So uh, wish us luck. Come on and let's do a, let's do a road trip, you know? Just drive around in the truck. Just, I, just hang out with some puffy tacos. I could yeah. totally be done with that. That movie Chef want- really inspired me, you know, get a little cornstarch and... Uh, <laughs> just John Favreau it up. Sure. God, it's such a good movie, isn't it? It's a great movie. It's terrible to food people but it's a great movie for sure and now mean? he has his own show with what David. Do you mean by food people well i mean like it, it pretends like it's a glamorous life to be in a food truck right like it's like mm-hmm. super super glamorous which is far from the case restaurants are not glamorous at all which i think lots of restaurant shows think that they are um so like i just the think the dustin hoffman appearance and all that like they look so glamorous Mm-hmm. So glamorous, but yeah, no, I'm. I love a puffy taco. I actually haven't had one since Texas, so I'm really excited that it's happening in Virginia Beach. I feel like the culinary scene there is weirdly way behind, but way forward. Like you know, with eight dry aged fish and puffy tacos and Hawaiian poke bowls made with fresh, never frozen tuna. It makes deal. a difference. You know, mm-hmm. you're stopping for poke. I mean, you saw all those little poke places pop up everywhere, like, what, five, six years ago? And now they're all closed because they're all selling fish that look like watermelon. <laughs> yeah. <but> so, <laughs> not, not, not right. Not, not right. Delicious. Not delicious. But no, it's been good. We, uh, we're hoping for the best. You know, we love charity. We re- we've raised $100,000 for charity since we've been open five years. So we love giving back. We love collabing with people and hopefully this artery district will be, will bring folks closer together through some collabs and we're going to get a little punch card. You can go around the artery district and punch whatever business you've visited and get your 10, 15% off. And then you probably be able to come back to Aloha and turn your card in and get like a free dinner on me. Are you I'm saying artery like first year. Art, like an artery, like a main road? Is that what you're saying? Artery? That's it. That's the main road. Yeah. So it's like the second main entrance into Virginia beach is Laskin. And I mean, hopefully finish that uh that road project. Golly. We'll be like Clark Griswold and be like, Big Ben, Parliament. There it is again, kids. Big Ben. I think I've been here before. I recognize that tree. Um <laughs> you didn't tell me what your typical like your Virginia Beach day is. Like what Oh, Scott asked that, didn't he? Like 45 minutes ago, yeah. I was gonna say, look, there are two types of, there's two types of people in this town if you're a beach person. Um, you're either you love the beach in the morning or you love it in the late afternoon. I love both, but you're either gonna want to go to the beach. So I was gonna give you a breakdown on both days. All right, both kinds of Please people. Please do in the morning. Look, you're gonna go get some great coffee, you're gonna get set up with some snacks and sit on the beach hardcore till at least two or three. 
hardcore. Anything less, I don't know you. Look away. <laughs> right? So, and then you're going to get off the beach and you're going to go, you know, with your, you're going to hopefully wash your little feet off and you're going to go down and bop into some restaurants and um, probably go get a cocktail and make a night out of it. And where are we going that, though? And I would where hope that you're on, a, you're on a beach cruiser. So Pacifica, Pacifica's moving into the 11C spot right there. You know, they've got Thank a great God. life. Yep. Right. I'm not, I don't have to hype Aloha. Let's hype everybody else. So if you're working down from the north end, because that's the only beach you're going to want to go to. Right. You're going to be yeah. biking down. Of course, you've got all of Bruce Thompson stuff. Um, Orion's a little bit more high end. You got the hunt room. They do a killer job. Um, he's got some new like restaurants. I don't even know the name of it. New embassy suites or something right there. Something thin. You thin got, oh, something you got You've got Eat right there, which is great because, you know, you're on a bike because they have zero parking, <laughs> right? And you're going to go see uh, my buddy Chad, bartending. Um, they do a great job. Eric's the chef. Um, you know, I love their small bites opposed to their entrees. Um, but he does a great job appetizer-wise. There's a Mellow Mushroom right there. Um, of course, that whole strip where, like, Pacifica is and Love Song. There's Duck Dive, which is a new bar there. Um, so that can be your little nightlife. Now switch over to if you're a late afternoon um, beach person. Gosh, I would go to the park in the morning. I would go to 64th Street State Park, um, you know, get your little $2 pass and go all the way down. till you hit that first beach park and walk down to the Narrows, they call it. Um, and that's where Broad Bay kind of goes in and funnels in towards Lesnar uh, from Crystal Lake. And you can literally, Scott, walk down to the beach and, and hang a left and walk down. And there's all these trees out in the water where you can, you know, set up a little camp and look for shells. And that is so fun. It's one of my kids, my wife's favorite place to go in the morning. Um, we take our dogs walking. Highly recommend that. And then come out and maybe hang a left and go up to Shore Drive and bop around and do a little lunch like Hot Tuna, Leaping Lizard. Um, Bobo's Chicken, I think, is fire. Fried chicken. If you hadn't had, Roby probably hates it. Do you love it? I love it. I, I, I can't, can't even it. believe it. Oh, yeah. no, God. I, I think she it's great. Oh, God. No, I'm just like, heck yes. I mean, I love your reviews, Roby. I just feel like your reviews are so real because everyone wants to sugarcoat it. And you remind me of Tammy Jacksheimer um, oh. in the 90s, you know, who, who was a very good friend of mine and fantastic writer. And, you know, they call her the jackhammer because they she would rip places up and i mean gosh she just so inspires me for my rebuttals on yelp i feel like when someone gives me one star or whatever but um no you do a great job so throwing out bobos i was like god is a hell mary i hope she loves bobos <laughs> she, she she loves it yeah i know i'm a fire breathing dragon that's what everybody calls me it's I'm fine right. keep it, keep it <laughs> so yeah then you would then you would mosey your way back down with some pre-made cocktails scott get on the beach you know four five o'clock and of course the sun's setting later so you got at least a hard 8 30 before you got to get off and um well, you don't have to i mean there's people sleeping on the beach nowadays but um so fun those are the two types of people beach people I love so morning or afternoon we've got chicken we've got where am i getting coffee you didn't tell me i like roast riders i love um you know i've had some misses at um three ships recently but I mean, I know that he does it. I mean, they roast their own stuff, and I'm crazy about both owners. They do a killer job. Um, 
Fathom. I haven't been there, but I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about them as well on 19th Street. And I know we're getting an Aslan Brewery is coming yep. down to 19th Street as well. And they're going to be focusing on their coffee, not just beer. So you're really seeing 19th Street pop off. I know you love the pink dinghy. Um, uh, what else is there? Java Surf is there. They do a pretty good job. Um, shoot. Uh, Stockpot. They've... They're the big- different now that they lost their main chef, but still kind of a go-to, I think, for like a late bre- breakfast. Very, uh, very cool. So, Scott, have you been to Aloha Snacks? I have not, but I'm going to come next time I'm in Virginia Beach for sure. So, this uh-huh. is your opportunity um, to ask the chef what you should order. So, I think now you should take the moment. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, chef. Apparently, this is the time when I'm supposed to ask you what I should order. So, what should I order? Well, I would ask you, Scott, what are you in the mood for? Do you like all? <laughs> do you like burgers? You know, do you need to eat off the kids' menu? <laughs> Just, he loves the kids' menu. Fries totally. and chicken fingers are my go to. No, I love tuna. You do, yeah. Yeah, so right now we're running, um, we do sushi Fridays. So, I just made a post on our Instagram a little bit ago, and we do these sushi burritos. It's basically like a huge sushi roll where you roll the nori straight up and down and you just we'll cut it into thirds. And we've got some wakame, some fresh marinated tuna in our soy cure. Um, I don't know, some spicy sauce. Do you like the spicy sauce? I like spicy um, All kinds of deliciousness. And then you can dunk it into some teriyaki sauce on the side, kind of like a you know a French dip. It's it's incredible. I love the sushi burrito. I just found out, Chef, that you work with you work with my brother. Eric's my brother. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Dude. Eric and I are super tight. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Marston, right? Scott Marston is he and Scott own it together. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That is awesome, man. They're, they're great guys. Um, just talking to Justin DeSamaris today, we were supposed to get some, um, bottled triple crossing and they had their anniversary. So they blew through it all. We're so freaking upset. Um, love some triple crossing, probably my favorite brewery hands down. Well, you'll be happy to know that they're really good guys that own it. So, like, yeah, they um, are. I don't know. I don't know them, but um, love their beer, love supporting them, love hearing that. So, y'all got to come down here. I'm going to take you to the uh, look. We didn't talk about where I like to eat. Have you you been to Guangdong off of Highland Road or heard of it? No. I need to know more. It would be like, say less. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I love love, like the Gen Z lingo. Say less. Just say less. Yeah. It's like, it would be like um, LA style Chinese food that is like huge tables of um, uh, rotating tables, lazy Susans that just the, the, the soup dumplings. God, there's such an art in soup, soup dumplings. I mean, I'm a soup dumpling connoisseur. I can see that on your face. Go to Guangdong. Then right around the corner, keep going south, hang a left on Lynn Haven, um, La Patrona. Hands down, probably some of the best Mexican fare I've ever had. It's a family that moved up here from Oaxaca. I'm taking you. Don't be trying to go without me, Scott. All right? <laughs> we all are coming down. I'm taking you all. Let's go. It's my treat. We're going to go to Guangdong, and then we're going to go to La Patrona, and La Patrona, first, let me just start with the mango nada margarita. I've got to go get some tonight. It's like the sweet, <laughs> spicy, marbled mango um, uh, margarita that they make. And then they wrap their straws in tamarind paste. 
So you're like chewing on the tamarind while you're sucking down a margarita. They've got two chicharrones. Um, they, all their hot sauces on the table are all house made. What? I mean, unlike um, Subway, Subway their, their burritos really are like 12 to 14 inches. Dude, they're insane. And then all their specialties, like they have the sopas, you know, and, and all that. I love it. Love it. Gorgeous. But, th- but you know what they have? which no one does, I feel like, are uh, pupusas. So I was th- hoping, so we have great yeah. pupusas in Richmond, right? Like, and then yeah. like inside the South Side, we have wonderful ones. There, okay. I haven't found a place that does any good, like, El Salvadoran food in Virginia Beach. So this is really right. good to know, because I really like a pupusa. Also, it's a cheap lunch, pupusas are. They I are. Think. I mean, they're a pain in the ass to make. I mean, they're not, not so much like a soup dumpling. But mm-hmm. two places, and then we'll go to Judy Sejuan for a late night. You've been to Judy Sejuan? Have you heard of that? I like, I like, I like the Sej. Yeah, I really like Judy's. I think she does. Well, she. It's actually a he, but I think they do a really, really great job. Yeah, um, their fried chicken is dynamite. You just go in there and get their honey Sejuan fried chicken. But those three spots are my go-to when y'all come in town. So honored y'all had me on today, and we started early. Thank and- you. Um, I just had a blast laughing. I don't even know what we talked about. I just black out sometimes. And just, you know, <laughs> Roby, I think you're doing such a killer job. Keep just telling it like it is in Virginia Beach. You're listening to Eat It Virginia with Jesse Weichel of Aloha Snacks and the recent food truck, Ola, Roby Martin, and Scott Wise. Thanks, y'all. Thanks Thank for having you. me. Have it your way. Are you heading down to something in the water this weekend? Are you uh, gonna? Is there a particular band that you're interested in seeing? You're excited to dance to? Skrillex. Oh, it's like a with a DJ. I don't uh, even. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You no. got me there. Pharrell. I thought you, I thought you were being for real. I know you did. No, uh, SWV, Pharrell, uh, Lil Yachty. You just want to be part of the scene. And we actually are going to be part of the team. We got three day passes. Very weird for Ryan, but he's kind of stoked because it's like right up his alley. He like he loves most of them. Um, I want to follow I mean, Ryan's when, Twitter account so I can make sure I can get a, a minute by minute. Yeah. Well, I'm a big. I, I really like Arcade Fire, and I really like Monford and Son. So both of those I'm pretty stoked about. So yeah. Oh, uh, and Mayor Morris. I am stoked to travel down to Virginia Beach this summer and spend time with you and spend time with Jesse, eat some of his delicious food and take some of those, uh, take some of those recommendations that he had because they all sounded pretty phenomenal. They're good. They're good. But you don't have to go to Virginia Beach to eat good food, Roby, just in case you didn't know that. Really? In our fair town of Richmond, we have some brand new places that are opening up. What do you got for me? Well, I'm going to mention some places and I want you to tell me what you're hearing about them. Maybe you've been to them. Earlier in the podcast, you mentioned Stanley's. You said that you went there. And we're not going to give it a review because it's hours old. But what was your initial vibe check there? I love it. I think it's so cool in there. I think it feels very similar. They didn't take away from the old Robin Inn aspect, which I think is was really cool. But they've got a foosball table. Um, tiny, those little tiny red water glasses that you like maybe remember from like back in the day. Um, they have some insanely great beers on tap if you're a beer guy, which I um, I know that you are. I mean, it's just, yeah, it looks and real sandwiches. cool in there. 
Philly, South oh. Philly, New Jersey sandwiches, right? That's the South Philly, New Jersey sandwiches, hoagies, steaks, cutlets. Yep. And I had a cheesesteak. And I wish we'd had more time to get into the menu, but we didn't. But we'll be back. And it's officially open. You said that you went to a soft it opening is last open. week. It, is open it was opened yet. Yeah, Thursday it opened. Um, opened at 4 o'clock on Thursday. And we are recording this podcast on Friday before the Monday that you're listening to it. The Vale is opening up its new tap room and restaurant this weekend in Scott's Edition in Richmond. What do you hear? Noko Ribi. There it is. I got it that time. (laughs) Japanese restaurant from the folks who brought you Long Oven. Yes. Yakitori. What What does that mean, Scott? I believe it means bird. (laughs) It means over over a direct flame and bird or chicken yes do you want to know what oh gosh nokoribi means uh, i do please tell me embers embers so, so the, fi- really the fire theme. do the theme yeah i think it's gonna be i think they're gonna have like direct i don't know this i mean i guess i could look at the pictures that i got sent in the press release but i haven't yet but i guess they're gonna have like charcoal like right there live cooking I think have you that'll spoken be super to Andrew cool. recently? What's no, your, but I feel Andrew like he talk? should come on. Should he come on? I mean, I think he should if if he's willing to. Andrew Manning, if you can hear this message, we're putting yeah, up the bat signal. Us. This is a bat signal. What do you know about Smashed RVA, the, the burger concept? Michael Marshall. I have had it, and it's great. Um, so our friends pop-up Rich- started yeah. to pop up a couple years ago. Uh, very cool. Did, did I hear there's going to be a brick and mortar? Our friends at Richmond BizSense reporting this week that he is opening up a brick and mortar on the north side of Richmond. And it's not eminent, not like in the next couple of days, but I believe they said sometime this summer, next few weeks or months, Smash will be open for business. Have you had a best bite you want to share with the audience today? So I did have a particularly, can I have, well, I'll just give you my one. Because I had some good restaurant um, situations the last do, couple of days. Let's do a couple honorable mentions, and then you can okay. you can hammer home the best bite. Well, I had a pig head bon mi from Tyler Trinum, a fat Tyler's. Um, it's like a little cart. I had it over at Pinky's. Um, freaking great, absolutely great. Did you say nice fat Tyler's. Meat cart, fat Tyler's meat cart. That's what it's yep. called, fat Tyler's. Yeah, that's amazing. yeah. Tyler trained him. He's uh, the son of Autumn Olive Farm, so um, he used their pig head for um, for his bon me. And I gotta say, pretty daggone killer. I had a. I don't know if you would call it. You didn't actually eat this, but it got brought to us. Um, I had a pepperoni and something um flaky croissant like thing from some rosa reheated that bad boy up you missed it so that is in my best bite and then my winner winner fennel dinner have you had the braised fennel at edo squids i don't believe i ever have this is my mic wow it is is it it new no, it's been around forever, and every time I have it, I don't understand why I don't eat it every day. Braised fennel. Braised fennel. So think 
tender, tender fennel, because you know it's kind of like a oniony celery, tastes like a little bit of licorice, oniony celery yeah. texture, tastes a little bit like a licorice thing. So they essentially kill it. It's like it's so tender. They like it's like within an inch of its life. Um, then they cover it in parmesan cream, a little bit of nutmeg, and then they bake that thing. And it's it is probably the best appetizer in Richmond. Is there a I mean, doesn't sound like there would be a pasta involved, but is there a pasta involved? It's just no. So if you're um, low carbing, Scott, this is your spot. Oh, that's a great little tip. Thank you, Roby. You're welcome. My best bite is the exact opposite of the low carb diet. For spring break, I took the kiddos to Dollywood down in uh, eastern Tennessee. And fortunately, our friend Megan Markanyak went a few days before me randomly and was posting. Love it. Was posting about her. culinary experiences down there and cinnamon bread is the thing to do in dollywood you know at at disney world they have like the mickey mouse ice creams and so in dollywood i guess their thing is cinnamon bread and i housed two loaves whole two loaves two of them i mean i shared i mean the lines are really long so you gotta buy more than one or you don't want to wait in line all day for it share with me well didn't make it back to the virginia border unfortunately fair fair happens it happens well, that sounds good. I like cinnamon bread. I can't tell you the last time I had a good cinnamon roll. So in the uh, old DMs over there at Eat It Virginia, if you want to find us, somebody slide into the DMs and tell me where a good cinnamon roll is in Richmond. I want to know. Give me all the cinnamon rolls. While they're doing that, I'm just going to try and get banned from another Facebook group. This episode of Eat It Virginia... Eat it, Virginia? (laughs) This episode of Eat It, Virginia? (laughs) No! Oh, God, no.